Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Johnny Kencho rolls on here. John Cobell, Ken Champo, KFI. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome on in, everybody. We'll give you a Russia-Ukraine update. Two numbers to run by you, 14 and 13. One represents the number of days that military analysts think Russian troops can hold out to try to take over Ukraine. And 13 is new sanctions against 13 Americans. We're going to start the hour, though, by talking to California State Senator Melissa Melendez, a Republican from Lake Elsinore. Her district, the 28th Senate District, is entirely encompassed in Riverside County. And she finally got a committee hearing on her resolution, which uh, was going to finally end the California state of emergency imposed by Gavin Newsom more than two years ago. Yeah, two years of the state of emergency. And in fact, there's 70 components to his state of emergency that have yet to be lifted. And uh, we're going to talk with uh, Melissa here. How are you? Welcome back. Hey, guys, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Why? Um, like the, the, what is the real world reason that the Democrats wish to give any governor such dictatorial powers for so long? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, control, money, I'm not really sure. It doesn't Wait, make a lot of sense because I've spoken with these Democrats and their constituents. They want it to end, too. So I don't get it either. But I've I've noticed in the past that legislatures can get really uppity over the idea of the governor usurping too much power. Like like they, they all have egos. They, they all have constitutional mandates to do their job. Why are they willingly letting the governor have such a disproportionate amount of the power? Because they don't want him to veto their bills, because their bills and their ability to go out and pound their chest and say, look what I did, is more important to them than making sure that we don't have this state of emergency looming over our heads forever. 
I mean, it's it's that simple. They don't want to go against him because they know that he will retaliate, and he will. I mean, that is true. But you know, what's more important? You representing your constituents, but, or but, but you getting if, to send out a press release that says, "Look what I did." But what if all the Democrats voted to strip him of his powers? He's going to veto every single bill. Normally, they sign anywhere from right. six hundred to a thousand a year. Really, he's going to veto hundreds of bills simply because they took away his his emergency powers. Well, exactly. I mean, if they all walked in lockstep together and said, you know, this is what we need to do, then no, he's not going to veto everybody's bills. But they can't get it together and they're too afraid to go against him. And it's sad, you know, because I, God, I can't tell you how many people who are Democrats have said enough is enough already. Well, they are so cowardly because this is an election year for him, too. So he's got to sign stuff that he thinks are going to play well. Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be an interesting election year for sure. Maybe not as much in California, but you also have to remember because of redistricting, there are several Democrats and Republicans as well who have been drawn into the same districts. Now they have to fight each other to keep their seat. And, you know, God only knows what's going through their heads. I know we were doing the presentation of the bill this morning and we had a few senators over there who were sitting there yucking it up and laughing. They thought it was funny. You know, and I'm thinking... Your constituents want this to end, too. I don't, maybe you don't check they, your email or your voicemail, but trust me, they do. They think it's funny that the governor has all this power. Yeah, apparently. I mean, they just don't see it as an issue because it doesn't affect them. But, you know, wait until they have to go into the private well, sector it, and live under the rules it, that they put out there. It takes away their responsibility as legislators. Of course it does. Right. Then they can say, oh, it wasn't me. It was the governor. Right, it's completely uh, abdicating their responsibility. What a bunch of cowards. Well, what, what is the hardship on the average listener, Melissa, that we have this state of emergency still imposed on us? What is, what is, how does it affect their lives? So, you know, he did lift a lot of the mandates, probably about 95% of them. But when you have a state of emergency that's still in place, guess what he can do right after the election? All of those things he lifted, he can put right back in place. He can close the schools again. He can shut businesses down again. He can do everything he did in the beginning, and there is nothing to stop him. And, you know, when a, when a local government, like let's say, for instance, in my city where we had a fire, we had to issue a state of emergency to, to get help. When a local government does that, you can only keep that state of emergency in place for seven days, and then the governing body, the city council in our case, has to you know, ratify it. And every 60 days, you have to say why you have kept it in place. That is not the case for the state of California with the state of emergency, because Newsom has extended this three times with no pushback from Democrats. He will continue to do this as long as he possibly can. Normally- there were some who argued that this allows what for a certain testing medical procedures i saw some arguments made by some people from the medical profession nonsense yeah that we nonsense. need to keep the state of nonsense. emergency no. in order to have this access no baloney that is complete baloney and you know they tried to say that today during the hearing oh well i think one of the groups one of the union groups said well that would just completely halt uh pharmacies being able to give vaccinations and booster shots that is a bunch of garbage because oh, that's ridiculous. we are pharmacists right they give uh, shots for the flu every year. They give shots for shingles every year. And we've done that prior to the state of emergency being placed. So you're telling me that all of a sudden that comes to a screeching halt? I don't think so. You don't need a state of emergency to get a vaccine or a medication. That's right. That's right. But that's what they were saying. It, I mean, if you could see the letters of opposition, you would just laugh. The craziest 
just outright lies that they were telling. But, you know, Democrat legislators say, oh, my goodness, we won't be able to get shocked anymore. We won't be able to test anymore. Oh, well, wait, you know, wait, the so, union wait a said second. so, I, I gotta, so it must be true. I love to figure out how this works. So these activist groups make up a bunch of lies, put it in an angry letter. And the legislators, they, they actually they believe the lies or do they do they know better and are playing along to get along? I, I think some of them might believe it and, and the rest of them say, well, I don't want to get on you know the wrong side of this particular group or that particular union, so I'll just do what they say. But the truth doesn't matter. The truth does no. not matter to these guys. It's all about the Benjamins that they get in their campaign accounts. So he might allow this state of emergency to go through the election, you think? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it, right now it is scheduled to expire at the end of March, March 31st. He has not indicated whether or not he's going to extend it. My guess is he will. He's going to keep it in place for as long as possible. That gives him really great leverage over a lot of different things and over a lot of legislators. So well, I don't anticipate that he's going to end it. Well, the, the way you're describing it, yeah, he's got 100% leverage over them. He's made them right. so fearful of not getting their bills passed that they're going to obey whatever kind of crazy idea he has. I mean, I, to me, if, if this was not such a dishonest legislature, they should be competing amongst each other to come up with a gas tax cut for us instead right. of us waiting for the the great Newsom to release his plan. Why, why aren't there 10 bills already in the Assembly and Senate with varying ideas on how to reduce the tax burden on gas prices? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Republicans have been introducing this, and the Democrats sit on their hands and wait for Daddy Newsom to tell them what they can and can't do. But he wants to, he made some statement about, you know, perhaps sending out a rebate check to people. Oh, give me a break. How about you just put a moratorium on the gas tax right now? How about you do that right now? That would help everyone, not just your political allies and friends and the people you choose to send a tax rebate check to. Just give it to everyone because everyone who buys gas in this state is paying that tax. It would right. be That's easy. the most direct way to affect people. The people that buy the gas save the 50 cents a gallon. It exactly. would be a clean, right. easy way to implement it. Otherwise, what, are they going to come up with complicated formulas to try to determine who's eligible, who's not, how much we drove? I mean, what? I don't get this. Well, I'll tell you. I'll explain it very, just very simply. It is an addiction to money, and they don't want to give it up. The last thing they want to do is cut off their supply of money or give any of it back. So they, he might give some back, but he'll give as little as he possibly can to make it look good so that his the Democrats in the legislature can then go out in their district and say, look what I did. I got the governor to send you all a check. It's just, it's all smoke and mirrors. And it works? Uh, it works, though, on the public? It works every time. Yep. <laughs> State Senator gotcha. Melissa Melendez, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate it. Thank you. You, you bet, guys. Uh, Republican from the Inland Empire and her right. resolution to end California's state of emergency did finally get a hearing and a committee in the state Senate went down to a vote of eight to four, of course, all on party lines. It sucks to live with so many morons in this state. Doesn't it? So many gullible fools. Gullible fools. Every trick they every trick they do works every time. Just sit there nodding and drool on yourself. John they pay Ken no attention. That's the thing. They yeah. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, we'll give you your 
Russia-Ukraine update. Biden's going to announce new military assistance for Ukraine possibly as soon as tomorrow. It's not clear what that might be, but it will not be a no-fly zone or fighter jets. Meanwhile, uh, several European uh, officials actually went to Kiev today, including the Czech Prime Minister, whose name is Peter Fiala. He said the main goal was to go there and show them that they're not alone in their fight against the Russian invasion. Meanwhile, Russia announced sanctions of its own. You take that. 13 Americans have been singled out by the Russian government to suffer its sanctions. Uh, it includes Joe Biden and his son, Hunter. Oh, that could hurt. Secretary <laughs> of State, the former Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I um, think no Russian wine. Will be shipped to her. Is that what she uh, takes? Huh? Uh, she takes a lot of Chardonnay. She said they said that these actions will be taken against others who are considered. This is a good one. Russophobic. Russophobic. <laughs> it's so lame. It's stupid. Also was uh, cited the Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, General Mark Milley, who's chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. They will. Mm. They will not be able to travel. To Russia? To Russia. And any assets <laughs> they have there could be frozen. Well, well, actually, the Clintons may have assets in Russia. Maybe. Yeah. They will still be able to engage in high-level discussions. I see. Not well, right. that sounds pretty uh, terrifying and shocking. Even Jen Psaki got uh, I think sanctioned. We, we the should... White House press secretary. She, hey, Putin ought to hire her. They're also she, sanctioning she, 313 she, Canadians, including a soy boy Justin Trudeau. She's exactly what they could use. Who? Uh, Sock, Jen Psaki. She'd work great as one of those uh, Russian TV anchors uh, spewing oh, the, propaganda about uh, Ukraine being full of Nazis. The spokeshole for them? Yeah. Oh, oh, she, wouldn't she be great? She could tell how, well, the host, the uh, maternity hospital we bombed were actually filled with Nazis. So that's why we had to wipe it out. There is a report by military analysts that Russian troops have faced such fierce opposition from Ukrainian forces that they may only be able to sustain their onslaught for another 10 days to two weeks before, because of dwindling equipment and manpower, they will just run out of gas in yeah, this invasion. I, I saw that in another um, like United States general had a similar uh, analysis saying they're going to run out of time. They're going to run out of uh, supplies, food. Yeah, yeah. and, and they're, they're going to run out of ammunition. They're going to run out of manpower. They, they, they have lost a lot of equipment. They have lost. They have, there's been over hundreds of downed helicopters. Yeah. They lost 80 warplanes, according to uh, hundreds of tanks and thousands of other you know, pieces of equipment. What, uh, what has been, I guess, maybe underestimated, but... Uh, much of the damage you see in the war are surface-to-air missiles that the Russians have shot at Ukraine's buildings. Buildings, And yeah. much of the damage that Ukraine has done is surface-to-air missiles. They don't have much of an air force to speak of. So the things they have been shooting down, you know, the helicopters and, and, and some jet fighters, have been from the ground. There have right. not been a lot of uh, uh, jet fighter-to-jet fighter battles in the air here. But I saw... Some video on CNN a little bit ago. Oh, my God. What they did to Kharkiv, which is a city in northeast Russia. It's a big city just over the border. I, I the Devastation. It looked like the moon. <laughs> they, had, they had completely flattened 
600 buildings, including 48 schools, and it was just blocks and blocks and blocks of crushed building materials. Whatever this was made of, it was flattened. It was turned into dust. As really shocking and overwhelming, I guess, I hope the people got out of there. Because that you talk about scorched earth. That was an alien planet. I don't know how they pick what they bomb. Um, I heard some report that some of these are just dumb bombs. They're not really strategically. No, they, it's just to do uh, just destruction. That's just to create chaos and havoc. So people yeah. run and give up. You, you go, they go block by block, building by building, and they just keep dropping more and more and more and more until the you know the city doesn't exist. They've done this twice before. This is their playbook. They did the, this in uh, Syria and they did this in uh, Chechnya. Yeah. They they They've they, already lost more troops than they lost in two wars in Chechnya. The Russians have. Yeah. Uh, and and another thing I, I just saw uh, a graphic on on CNN is they've made little to no ground movement in the last couple of days. The Russian ground troops. Yeah. So the Ukrainians are putting up this unbelievable resistance. Well, the Wall Street Journal did a fascinating update on Chernobyl. Uh, apparently, the Ukrainians who worked at Chernobyl are being held there like in a prison. Russian soldiers have been holding them on the job at gunpoint since the first hours of the war. They're exhausted technicians who are responsible for safeguarding the nuclear waste. Uh, one uh, person said the psychological situation is deteriorating. This is one of the supervisors there. Yeah. There's uh, 210 technicians and support staff. 210. I guess they were on the job when the Russians took over that night. And 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 uh, you know, somebody's got to work 24 hours a day. Their Some diet has dwindled to porridge and canned food. Ooh, Russian Prepared porridge. by a 70-year-old cook who at one point collapsed from exhaustion. Their phones have been confiscated. They're trailed by Russian soldiers through the nuclear plant's labyrinth of reinforced concrete corridors. How are they getting this story out then, I wonder? Must be uh, some secret communication they can do? or I, I don't know. Uh, Apparently they, one quoting, of the managers... They're, they're quoting here a ship supervisor named Valentin Heiko. He uh, got a phone line and told managers uh, on the other end about the 210 people being held hostage. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal says they heard from workers trapped inside. Oh. They reviewed videos and texts they sent to family members and spoke to relatives, friends, plant managers, and local officials for this story. Yeah, they, they accessed recordings of a daily 10 a.m. phone call, which connects the plant to an office in the town of Slavu, Slavutich, yeah. built by the Soviet Union to house Chernobyl workers. Some of the technicians so fed up, they're threatening to walk out, just walk right past the Russian tanks. and Even if they get shot? Even if they get shot, I guess. Wow. Chernobyl stopped producing electricity around the year 2000, yet it still needs staff to keep cool water circulating over thousands of spent fuel rods kept in four-story deep basins lined with steel and reinforced concrete. The pumps pushing new water over the spent nuclear fuel now rely on diesel generators, and high-voltage power lines connect the plant's cooling system to the electricity grid were cut during the fighting. They're allowed one-minute calls to family members. Oh. They're they're not they don't have access to their medications. So people who have thyroid issues, high blood pressure, are suffering. 
Some people, some of the workers have extreme fatigue, dizziness, nausea, terrible headaches, just just complete exhaustion. Wow, do you know that the former Soviet head Mikhail Gorbachev actually has written, I guess he wrote a memoir, that the Chernobyl accident was the main cause of the Soviet Union's collapse five years later. He yes, I've heard big, that. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, a big reason. Yeah, so there's the, the Chernobyl, Chernobyl is like a symbol of when Russia started to collapse. And I'm sure that's not lost on Putin. But All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM 640 Live Everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, the voice line returns proudly on Friday. Uh, gets us some fresh messages at 1 877 Moist 86, 1 664 7886. Every now and then, a big media outfit like the New York Times does what they call like a drive-by story about a big issue here in California because they want to show they have a California presence. So they sent a reporter by the name of Jill Cowan to do what is essentially a puff piece for California's high-speed rail. (laughs) Entitled, California's ambitious high-speed rail is at a crossroads. As President Biden touts an infrastructure decade, there is little that's certain about the biggest infrastructure project of them all. The story's about five or ten years too late when you think about it. Yeah. Acting like we're still in the infancy here. No, 14 years after voters approved this stupid $10 billion bond. Well, what they should be doing is uh, a a very exhaustive investigation on the corruption and find out where 10 to $15 billion has already gone. All and the how, consultants who took all the money. How could you how, how you could spend over $10 billion in 14 years and not have a single inch of track laid down. Why? How come nobody in the entire world of media, God knows how many newspapers, internet news sites, and television stations, radio stations, nobody's ever gone in and explained where did the money go? Yeah, because where, billions are gone and there's little to show for it. They just do stories. The only stories I see are this politician... Wants more funding. This I uh, this uh, uh, high speed rail executive wants more funding. Well, and, you can't have it. There's none left. We gave you all that funding. You got billions, and all you're building is a stinky little segment in the Central Valley that nobody will use. It's an embarrassment. And you're right. It's corruption. She writes that in an average day, one thousand workers head to dozens of construction sites spread over the 119 miles. They're just building bridges and tunnels. That's what they've been doing all these years. 14 years of bridges and tunnels. And all these uh, construction unions have made a lot of money. That's where some of it's gone. But the boost here is that, well, the passage of Mr. Biden's $1 trillion infrastructure package and astronomical gas prices and California's insistence that the state lead the nation addressing climate change make the moment seem perfect for providing oxygen to the high-speed rail plan. Do you like the way that was worded? Oh, boy, it's Jill Cowan. I, did she have her brain removed? Uh, it's kind of a cheerleading article that, you know, oh, look, maybe this is its moment to make is, another comeback. This is the moment because the, the state wants to address climate change. Go back to yesterday for a moment. We told you China has plans to open 1,000 coal-fired generating plants. 1,000. That's going to overwhelm the uh, the greenhouse gas savings on that uh, Bakersfield to Madera route. 
what I was what I knew was going to come in this story, because Jerry Brown used to say this, but it comes in the story from it's a great name. His first name is Bent. Not not Brent. It's Bent. There's Bent. No Bent Bent Fridgeberg. Get Fl- Bent. Bent Fridgeberg, a professor at Oxford, who said what I knew was coming. He studied high-speed rail projects around the world, and projects always cost much more and take much longer than initially projected. Oh, okay. I'll go away now. Thank you. I didn't know that. I guess I have to put up with how many, many years this takes and however much it costs because that's what always happens. Why didn't they say? say. What they should have said is it's going to take uh, 50 years and $200 billion, and much of it's going to be lost to corruption and incompetence. Ben says the money will be there if the political will is there. Great. Thanks. The political will comes from people and normal people. Most everybody has seen through this scam. You can't pull a scam for 14 years. Even even the dunces who live here in California have seen through this one. There's no support left. It's yeah. just running on a, on its old momentum. But, you know, Willie Brown, the old mayor of San Francisco, he, he said uh, something similar. He goes, you know, you always put in a lowball estimate and you always lowball the amount of time uh, because otherwise it wouldn't pass. It passed because they lied and said, oh, yeah, we can do Sacramento all the way to San Diego and we can get it done in about uh, 10 years for $33 billion. All of that was a lie. Oh, and they all knew it was a lie at the time, but it was all eagerly, dutifully reported by all the corrupt hacks in the media. So all the regular people at home don't know any better. She managed to get one classic Gavin Newsom quote in here. He was interviewed recently about the Central Valley segment, and I'll read you verbatim what he said. Uh, The pivot was never to abandon the vision. The long term is still there. The pivot was never to abandon the vision. (laughs) Do you think there's any other person? He thinks if they build any part of it, that could get it going, which is BS. He's full of crap. <laughs> He's, they're never going to build the whole thing. All they got to do is get one little segment going, and the whole world will rally around California high-speed rail. They've got, f- even if it's in the Central Valley. They've got four, and it's not high speed. <laughs> Wait, uh, yeah, that's another thing. It is now slow, slow speed diesel. They're going to be burning diesel. Yeah, and for one, for a while, they were going to use one track. I think they still are. No, I thought they went back to the two tracks they decided. I, I don't know. So how, how are they going to claim any uh, climate change? And, you know, she doesn't put that in the story of this, this silly Jill Cowan. Silly Jilly. No, but she's got a nice picture of Brian <laughs> Kelly, who took over as chief executive in early 2018 and has been milking this thing for years. That guy. Hey, uh, chief sil- executive of California High Speed Rail. Silly Jilly, why don't you put that it's uh, now going to be diesel slow-speed slow engines? So there's not going to be any climate benefit. Hmm? No. Mr. Kelly expects trains to be running on the 170-mile Central Valley decade, Central Valley section by the end of the decade. That that's eight years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's not going to happen. Which will make the project over 22 years old. Uh huh. The, the, the vote in 2008. And, Think and, about that. And they get Bakersfield to Merced. Yes. I, I was I was telling somebody about this right, and I explained how originally it was going to be. And they know how California is laid out, how it's going to be, you know, Sacramento to San Francisco, uh, down to Los Angeles and Anaheim and San Diego. And it was going to be done in whatever, 10 years, $33 billion, the whole story. Right. And then I said, well, it's going to be Bakersfield to Merced. And then you could hop a train into the uh, San, to San Jose. Right. Yes. You hook up another transit system to get to Silicon Valley. Right. Except. 
but you have when you get off the train in the Merced area, you have to then get on a shuttle bus that'll That's take right. you they to the other train. They're miles apart, right? Right. So he said, okay, so if I'm going to L.A. to San Francisco, I'm going to have to take a train or something just to get to Bakersfield. Then the train from Bakersfield to Merced, then get out and take the shuttle bus so I can get on the train right. to San Jose. And then if I wanted to go to San Francisco, I'd have to take a fourth train. And I go, ah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, you're right. Four trains yeah, and a shuttle well, bus. Well, it's a process. <laughs> Thank you, New York Times reporter Jill Cowan. That was classic. Yeah. Propaganda garbage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, there, there's an opening uh, for a news editor in uh, Moscow. <laughs> John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo. It's KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, there, there's some good news. News. News, news along those lines. Uh, news. Oil tumbled. The price of oil. Big declines, well below $100 a barrel. Yeah, but the gas went up again today. I know. Well, there's always a lag. The, oil, the oil's down 20. <laughs> there's never a lag when it goes up. <laughs> there isn't, though. No, it's right. No, here. the oil's down uh, over 25% this week. It is. Well? Uh, the West Texas Intermediate Crude, the U.S. oil benchmark and global benchmark Brent crude, settled below $100 a barrel. Right, we should have at least a dollar off the price right now. No kidding. I mean, it was 130 just a week ago. We're getting gouged. We, we are getting I'm being damn gouged. Oil companies. You see, the proposal from some Democrats in Congress is to tax the oil companies and oh, give the money crap. back to Americans. Oh, stop it with your taxes. God, why don't you drill for more oil? That'll bring the price down. Morons. Uh, Jesse Smollett. He is uh, crying that, well, he could be killed in prison. He needs to get out. <laughs> in fact his legal team tried everything he's got a 150 day sentence for faking a wow. hate crime is he, is, is he blowing all his money on lawyers and, and they're claiming that he has a physical risk a mental health risk uh infectious disease risk for they, being in this prison they well this jail i guess yeah, but all prisoners cook county jail all prisoners have that that's that's uh hey he they, they put but him he in says the psych social media is full of threats against him and hopefully uh, not hopefully, but he's saying yeah. that uh, they're going to try to get something going on the inside to get him. They they put him in the vicious psych. threats. He called them. They put him in the psych ward. He's out now. Yeah, but that shows you where where his mental state is. Oh, remember he screamed, "I will not commit suicide." You heard me say that. Okay, so don't. <laughs> the family says they got a threatening phone call about Jossie Smollett. Mm -hmm. Released the audio yesterday. The caller allegedly said Smollett will be assaulted in jail. The way an inmate in New York by the name yeah. of Abner Luima. It's probably a... Uh, if you don't know that story, he was oh. brutalized with a broomstick. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean in the head. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that story. It was, was back in the 90s. Yeah. Well, um, any any uh, drunk in a mobile home in Arkansas exactly. call him the death threat. When I, you're I, in the middle of I'm a story so, that got this much attention, there'll be enough I, wackos who are going to uh, like try to be crazy and funny. I am so, I don't know what the word is. I'm trying not to be too insensitive. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I am weary of hearing about people complaining about death threats and bad emails and phone calls because... There now with the internet, there are literally billions of people who have access to messaging you. So there, and the world is full of trolls. There's a significant percentage of mentally ill people and trolls 
So everybody who's in the public eye for 30 seconds is going to get that. And I realize most people are not used to that, so they freak out and melt. But don't pay any attention to all that stuff. It's going to go on forever. And, you know, don't put yourself in play. Don't don't make up a fake racist attack. And don't yeah. and don't make it up in such an absurd way. You're not, well, you're not, the you're family not members get... still believe he's innocent. But they're saying, <laughs> even if you don't believe he's innocent, you should believe yeah. that he can't be in jail. Okay. Okay, he's not innocent. Sure. And uh, that maternity hospital is full of neo-Nazis. Is that right? And, so and Putin Q- has to clear it out? And QAnon is true. The government is filled with uh, people who uh, kill babies and drink their blood. Uh, and then they have the child sex ring in the basement. Of the the, the child program. sex ring in the basement. of the. Ba- I mean, look at all the, all the stuff people believe in. By the millions. By the millions. Uh, hey, oh, my God, look at this. This is exciting. Not only Conway, but Thompson. Mark Thompson, everybody. Look at you, dude. Yeah. All right. That's uh, that's cool, man. I'm standing by. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey, by the way, I, um, uh, John and Ken, your name came up today. I was at a store today, and a guy comes up to me. He's talking to everybody in the parking lot. He says, hey, I can get you gas for $3 a gallon. <laughs> right? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I got some uh, gas that uh, I, I, I own a company. We bought too much gas. I got it in my truck. I can give it three, three bucks a gallon. I'm like, oh, man, that sounds a little shady. I don't know. <laughs> so I said, oh, I'm not really that interested. He goes, wait a minute. He goes, he goes I recognize you. Are you on KFI? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, please don't tell John and Ken I do this. <laughs> John and Ken, the conscience of all. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Was, that, right? Was it a friend of mine? I'm no, a... it's just a guy. He listens to KFI all day. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, don't let John and Ken bust oh. my balls. <laughs> so I can't mention the store name. Okay. But... I wish you'd gotten his name. We could have called him up. And <laughs> I, I think he works that parking lot a lot. I could get it yeah. probably tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> And if you need right. gas, you yeah, know, three no. bucks a gallon. That's but uh, I don't know the quality of the hot, and it's tough to test. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that octane is. It's in expensive there. to test it. Too, yeah. Right. So uh, anyway, so I passed. Um, Mark Thompson's here. That's uh, that's always cool. All right. Yeah. And then uh, we have. Um, uh, oh, I know what it was. You know that uh, Fukushima, you know, the, the big uh, power yes, plant the that grew up power. in Right, uh, that in nuclear Japan. reactor that yeah. went. Uh, you know, they, I guess they're coming up on 11 years already. Can you believe that? Yeah, 11 years. Yeah. And they've spent $300 billion cleaning that thing up. $300 billion? $300 billion. Really? That's that still nowhere near clean, I don't think. No, it's not even close. You got another ten thousand years on that sucker, <laughs> yeah. but man, oh man, I, I, didn't I found know that. that that's an astonishing number. Uh, Starbucks is planning to phase out its uh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to reread that. Yeah, uh, wait. Starbucks the is cups. planning to phase out. <laughs> oh, the iconic cups. The iconic cups. That's the fun yeah. part. Is that he's cold reading everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, it's a bigger story if they're going to phase out coffee. Yeah. Yes, right? I agree. He, by the way, I think track if he does any of these stories during the show. Yeah, he's big on the tease. By the way, I think they phased out coffee about six years ago. Ah. You know, it's just all milkshakes now, yeah, right? You're right. People are going there and they order dessert. And, and, and we wonder why the country is getting fat. Instead of having three cups of coffee, we have three milkshakes every day. Yeah. <laughs> is this what we have to look forward to for four hours tonight? <laughs> How dare you? This is gold. Yeah, this, this is, is radio gold. This is only Costello. the here. Hey. Is, he's in the bullpen right look, now. I've, I've been told to just behave here. So, uh, all right. You know, Again, it's our show. Nothing, uh, nothing interesting and nothing dangerous on this show. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm just told, I'm, I just call horse races. That's right. <laughs> all right, Conway. Ding dong. Let's go. Thompson, everybody. Come on. KOSTHD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.